But it's now time for the rural news with Monique Steele. Kia ora, Monique, and there are calls for the government to do more to help rural students. Yes, Charlotte, this comes on the back of a recently released University of Auckland study which found NCEA results and university entrance rates were about 15% lower for rural high school students compared to their urban counterparts. Charity NetNZ helps rural schools share resources through online learning and says the Ministry of Education should be funding the programme so it reaches more schools. Its Chief Executive Darren Sudlow says it's been helping rural and area schools for about a decade, and it's been a huge success. Schools pay to use the not-for-profit service, but Mr Sudlow says it should be bought into ministry budgets. It doesn't actually take much to fund it, especially at a national level. It's a constant um, uncertainty in terms of working with the ministry, and we, you know, you get change of governments, of course, so the priorities change again. But it's something that, if it's embedded in the system and a part of how we operate, and it's funded, and that creates certainty, then it's going to be far more secure looking forward. Um, it's, as I said, it's managed to to work for twenty years, and it will continue to do so. It just limits how it can scale. It also limits the number of students that, that can participate. But many schools will, will look at their budget and go, okay, there's only so many students we can put in here. The University of Auckland report called for greater funding for rural and isolated schools to address the achievement inequities. A ministry spokesperson says funding is calculated by a school's characteristics, like its role size, its type and year levels. But this year it introduced equity and isolation indices to target funding for the most isolated schools in low socioeconomic regions. The ministry says it will carefully consider this report. An Auckland butchery has snagged the top spot at the Great New Zealand Sausage Competition with its Lamb Delight creation. Judges tasted a record 646 entries, but Sam's Butchery in Silverdale was crowned the overall winner at a gala dinner in Auckland last night. Butchery spokesperson Ian Anderson says eight years of trial and error led to the winning entry. The Lamb Delight was a top-quality meat, a little bit on the moist side, not dry. People like a dry sausage or even like a moist sausage. Our sausage was moist. And then Sammy, who came to this country, what, 30-odd, 36 years ago from Malaysia, he then takes over and experiments with spices and herbs and whatnot. I was going to ask, he, is there any secret ingredient? Yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll, ne- we'll never tell you that, of course, but <laughs> that's what he does, and that's his forte. Ian Anderson says the butchery is overwhelmed with the win and will celebrate accordingly today. And you can hear more about the sausage competition and the other winners in Midday Report. Dairy prices have risen at the global dairy trade auction overnight. The average price rose 4.3% to US$3,202 a tonne. And whole milk powder rose 4.2% to US$3,059 a tonne. It follows three consecutive lifts at the auction after prices dived in mid-August. It's going to be another five years at least before local authorities in Hawke's Bay will pay for professional possum hunters to knock back the population. The Hawke's Bay Regional Council has delayed managing the control programme to 2028 while it focuses on the Cyclone Gabriel recovery. In the meantime, it's asking landowners to control numbers. Biodiversity Hawke's Bay Chairman Bruce Wills says possum control is a team effort across the region. 
it is a requirement for landowners to keep pot and numbers uh, below a certain percentage. So um, I, I think most of us are pretty practised at doing it, but it just takes a few that, for whatever reason, if they're busy or, or absentee landowners, or particularly, I guess, what I have experienced in Hawke's Bay, increasingly we have uh, large areas of farmland go to forestry. Uh, often that forestry is owned by uh, foreign owners. Yeah, what I've seen on the ground is, is some of these forestry areas where there's owners aren't living on the property, they don't appreciate or understand the local problem. That's where we get the build-up of numbers, and, and again, I think that was a big driver for council to step in and offer to put, put the contractor model in place. Mr Wills, who's also a sheep and beef farmer near Hastings, says possum numbers are on the rise, but he understands the regional council has a big job ahead in its cyclone recovery. You know, for those of us that live on the farm and hear possums still on the roof and up our trees, they are a menace. They were out of control decades ago. Now, thankfully, it's reasonably weird to see them. But certainly anecdotally, what I hear from other landowners, and I see it myself, numbers are picking up a bit at the moment, which is a worry. Yeah, there is a, obviously some concern with this delay, but hey, I can't blame council. They've got plenty of other things to focus on, and I think for most of us, uh, some of this devastation from Gabriel, rightly, is a priority. That's Bruce Wills of Biodiversity Hawke's Bay. Organisers of the Hawke's Bay AMP show hope the region's farmers and growers will take a day off from that cyclone recovery work and come enjoy a day out. The show kicks off today at Tormoana Showgrounds in Hastings and runs through to Friday. Organiser Alicia Millmines says it's been a tough year for many in the region, with the impact of February cyclones still at the forefront for many. She says a day at the show with all its bells and whistles should put smiles on people's faces. We've got lots on offer. We have lots of equestrian events. We've got the carnival, which is the rides, you know, the merry-go-round and all of those kind of things, and the giant drop. So it depends what your appetite for thrillers. <laughs> We've got fencing competitions. We've got pig competitions, poultry sheds, so people can walk around and look at the birds. We've got dog trials running throughout the event. Ms Millmine says they're expecting a good turnout thanks to mostly good weather forecast this week. Alicia Millmine says this year there's no cash at the gate so people can either buy tickets online or use FPOS. That's the rural news for today. Kia pai tora.